eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease and a whole lot of love, you transform 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. LED headlights, spoilers, whatever you need. eBay Motors has it at affordable prices. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May of 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hey, everyone. If you haven't yet, be sure to go to podsurvey.com to take a quick survey to help us get some advertisers and to help us keep this podcast free. That's podsurvey.com slash last. Really helps us out a lot. We appreciate every single one of you. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. (laughs) That's when the cannibalism started. to do to kill an old woman is hit her with like a fucking hamper or like you know trip her <laughs> yeah. down a flight of stairs i mean that's what's fucked up we'll kill her with what she loves to play with you know what do you mean hampers do we old women like to play elderly with women cannot get out of the hamper <laughs> well that's just because if you tell them it's their bedroom they crawl in there <laughs> <laughs> oh they call it so nice to be home oh oh so dark and small where am i rolling her down right. the stairs where's nana going on her trip <laughs> yes. i just cash nana's fucking insurance check <laughs> oh, yeah. are we good to go marcus Welcome to the show. That's Marcus Parks. I'm Ben Kissel. As always, we're joined by this fellow. Um, hey, uh, you know what I say. Uh, I don't mean I'm come over. This is a bit of a leak in the apartment, so I gotta yeah. come. I gotta shut up. Uh, shut off your water for you, but uh, you got a real nice figure there. I know you're 89 years old, but uh, you ever think about maybe being uh, like a model or something? Hey, oh, hey, what a second. I got this. Uh, oh, this is a nice scarf. Where'd you get this scarf from? No! Boston Strangler! Really beautiful! <laughs> <laughs> he found ways to reuse things that other people might just throw away. Let's put it this way. He's the, he's the, the most recycling, environmental conscious eco Eco-friendly Boston Strangler. <laughs> Rebranded. Use what you got. Like the Native Americans. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Albert DeSalvo did use every part of the old lady. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, now, now, if you kill her and you eat her, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Because <laughs> waste not, want not. That's right. That's what I always said. But, well, as we're all going to learn in this episode, we're covering what we'd like to call the Boston Strangler murders. Yes. yes. Um, we don't know who the Boston Strangler is. Mm, I've got a pretty good idea. After Uh-oh. we have done this research... Uh, Every sort of bit of official line you will hear about the Boston Strangler, yep. you're going to fucking shit your pants for getting about it. <laughs> Lies and nonsense, dare I say, BS. Uh, and also, I, I think a good thing to learn for the ladies out there uh, on this show is if a man who is a day-to-day worker who just mm-hmm. comes in your house 
And he tells you, you a got a plumber, nice figure. for example. Yeah, or a cable man, or sure. a landlord, or a, pol- a fake police officer. Any or, man. Or any man who yeah. just comes in your house after sort of randomly buzzing you, and you don't know reason. You have no reason for him to be there. Right. If he starts telling you how beautiful you are, but you and, know you're kind of ugly. Yeah. You know at least no one has ever once specifically right. said you should be a model. Right. <laughs> like already, right. you know. And, and you live in Boston. He's like, yes, maybe it could be like a Nicolas Cage. What was that movie where he was a police officer? We gave a lot of tickets. It to the waitress. It had to be something. Oh, it was called. yeah, yeah. It had to be something or something retarded. <laughs> right, right. Uh, they are lying. They are going to kill you. Do right. not take nude pictures uh, for a man with a uh, workman's outfit on. I'm just going to say that. It he doesn't needs- matter what Instagram filter he promises to use no. to get rid of your warts or your varicose veins. The only reason to ever get a random set of nude pictures taken from a man is if he's like, if he's noticeably gay, if he's got bleach mm-hmm. dreadlocks. <laughs> he's of indeterminate race, nose ring, scarf around his neck, because sure. that's how you know he's an artist. Sort of a Dov Charnoff <laughs> type yes. character. American a- apparel. We're going for big, beautiful Boston women this season. You're one of them. <laughs> then you can take some erotic nudes. We're doing an extra, it's a, it's a, it's a reverse psychology campaign. We're saying, look how bad they look in these clothes. Think about how good you look in these clothes when they're not in these clothes. <laughs> and this has been another installment of how last podcast on the left just saved your life. <laughs> well, the Boston Strangler murders, it refers to a series of possibly up to 13, but most Boy, likely six. 11 murders. And six technical real murders. Again, I'm getting, I'm jumping ahead. You're jumping anyway, ahead. What's You're a fake ahead. murder to you, though? I just want to know. I mean, a fake murder is something that's like, uh... I want to have some meaning to it. Right. It can't just be for the money. Right, yeah. right, right. You know, it can't just be for the fame and the glory. It's got to be because you woke up that day and you had the compulsion to murder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> These occurred in Boston, in and around Boston, in the early 60s. Most of the victims were, well, I'd say actually about half of the victims. And in fact, the victims that were most likely the uh, victims of the actual box Boston Strangler were all old ladies, while mm-hmm. the rest of them were were young girls. Now, okay. Now, to do what he does to did to old ladies, we're going to put this out there. Normally, when you see this happening to a, a, a string of old lady murderers, is that somebody's real mad at their mom. Yeah. Sure. You know what I mean? And not yeah. like a mad in like a, I'm staying in my room, mom, slamming the door, listening to fucking Metallica on big, like cans, mad at your mom. Right. It's like a type of mad at your mom that you kind of want to take a bunch of forks Rip up a oh, vagina. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what? You, like a potato. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the series of crimes which are now united under the Boston Strangler label began on June. Also, I love this. It's like an umbrella company. It like is. We have Nike, but we also have Air Jordans. And not Air only, Jordans are technically Nikes, but they're also Air Jordans. They picked up Albert DeSalvo, but I also heard they're picking up uh, Three Doors Down. You remember that album? Oh, my. Don't that even Superman bring them up. Kryptonite. Don't Kryptonite, bring them up. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. It's the most horrific thing Terrible I've ever thought of. Terrible Nick. Oh. Make her a present. Make her a present for Jesus. Well, thank God white people aren't paid to express their feelings on radio anymore. Yeah. I'm, I'm much more into, uh, I would take Lupe Fiasco mm. any day over three doors down. So the first murder started, uh, the first murder was on June 14th, 1962. It was 56-year-old Anna Slessers who lived just behind the Boston Symphony Orchestra. Now, originally... The police told you her. Just imagine her every night. Like, can you keep it down? I, I, hey guys, I appreciate that there's art being made down there. But if I hear a tuba one more time, I'm gonna, 
I'm going to come down there with a crossbow. They don't have tubas and symphonies. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, when was the this last time you saw a, you listened to a Beethoven sonata? I don't know the music tuba. for it. Now, I didn't like that one. Not oompa enough for me. I love a tuba. It's not a song if it doesn't have a tuba beat. Mm-hmm. Well, originally, okay, so her son found her. And originally, police told her son that Anna had committed suicide. Of course, hey, hey, don't worry, kid. She's fucking yeah. off this stuff. Don't worry. Get out of here. Hey, it's a dollar. Go get me a cup of coffee. Thanks so much, kid. Hey. They told her that uh, she had hanged herself in the corner of the bathroom door with the cord of her bathrobe. Her body had fallen to the floor, and the body lay next to the bathroom. Uh, let me ask you if this sounds like a suicide. She lay outstretched, a fragile-appearing woman with brown bobbed hair and a thin mouth, lying on her back on a gray runner. She wore a blue taffeta housecoat with a red lining, but it had been spread completely apart in front, so that from shoulders down, she was nude. <laughs> she lay grotesquely, her head a few feet from the open bathroom door, her left leg stretched straight towards him, the other flung wide, almost at right angles and bent at the knee so that she was grossly exposed. Now, I don't, you know, I haven't seen my mom in a long time, but I don't normally remember her laying like that. Right, right. You know, unless she's getting a couple of boudoir poaches made or something. Uh, I don't know. Ma, Ma, get up. Quit being a whore. Some kind of bizarre <laughs> yoga position. It was the 60s. People were experimenting with different yogi things. The blue cloth cord of her housecoat had been knotted tightly about her neck. Its ends turned up so that might have been a bow. There was a spot of blood under her head. And when the homicide detective showed up, the cop on the scene said, There's nothing to it, it's suicide. I'll tell you what, Tony, I bet you $5 is suicide. Hey, look at this. Hey, hey tongue on a leg. I bet she's not even dead. Hey, wake up. Wake up, bitch. Wake up. See if she can queef. That is no joke. That is no joke. The cop on the scene was sitting there. He was sitting there outside of the door, outside of the crime scene. The homicide detective shows up, and the fucking cop is like, nah, it's suicide. Open and shut case. Uh, I'm Bobby Idiot Guy, so uh, I have always, I have never not solved a crime. You wouldn't believe how many suicides. Just the other day, I was walking down the street. This guy came up and shot another guy in the head. This guy had another guy come and shoot him. Shoot him. What a crazy suicide. Elaborate suicide. I gotta tell you, and that's why when people say depression's an illness, you know, I believe them. I believe it. Because it takes a true illness. You gotta have like a fever or something to call up a buddy and say, hey, why don't you go buy a gun and come shoot me in the middle of the street? Yeah, you we know? had a 911 call just the other day. This woman's like, he's murdering, he's murdering me. Elaborate suicide? Like, what the fuck? Um, so here's, a, okay, the first thing to remember here uh, is... A bow tied around mm. her neck. Which is uh, just the starting, it's the beginning of a bow. It, that's what they said. They looked at it and it looked <clears> as <throat> if it was a bow. They didn't really like, it, it started to be one. Marcus, right. can you answer me this? Uh, this is the first one that shows up in the entire Boston Strangler sort of legacy, right? This is yes. the first one that has been named as a part right. of the Boston Strangler. So, do you think that this this does seem a little bit more elaborate than somebody's first kill, yes. don't you think? Yes, yes, it absolutely does. Uh, so another detail that you'll see again and again in these murders is that the house had been ransacked uh, as if he was searching for something, but no valuables were taken. Or it's hmm. a common thing. Even Richard Ramirez did it once or twice with the idea of a, of a killer who comes in and like basically ransacks his space. It makes it look like a robbery. Right. Uh, yeah. So it looks like it has another motive. So immediately the police are investigating the robbery instead of investigating the murder. Yeah. Right. And uh, the other weird thing is that in a lot of these murders, uh, it's, not a, it's not a full ransack situation. The, They'll see certain objects. In this case, a stack of colored, uh, a stack of color slides, uh, just placed neatly on the floor. 
Uh, some things were thrown around, but other things were displaced. And then a small neatly. gold watch had been left behind inside of all of Anna's jewelry. There was yeah. no sign of forced entry again. Again. I mean, here's a, another. Here's something that we'll see again and again. Mm. There was no sign of forced entry whatsoever on any of these cases. Not a single one. Uh, is there a sign of forced entry, meaning that whoever killed these women either A, talked his way into the place, or B, broke in while the ladies weren't at home and waited for them to come home, BTK style. Because you have it here. It's when mm-hmm. they found her, she had let a stranger in her home, and she wasn't even wearing her fucking denture. She was in yeah. a robe. Yeah, she was in a robe. Oh, she was man. She was shy. She was retired. If I know elderly women as well as I know I do... They always put on the dentures when a man's coming to town. <laughs> so that is a sign well, of a surprise attack. Get, you never know if you're going to get your picture taken. Right. You know what I mean? And nothing is, yeah. to me, more disgusting than someone without their teeth. I mean, they go that, oh. that weird, like that. Thank you. You want them cookies? If you ever watch Ren and Stimpy, occasionally they'll do close up on Ren's face. And whenever he's sad, he's like, oh. when he gives him the tooth and the that's that dentist episode. Oh, God, that one freaks me out. You shouldn't have. <laughs> The ransack seems like a fun thing to do. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, that's what you live in, right? Yeah. yeah, It's like your house has been pre-robbed, but technically that's how you keep your stuff. Yeah. Well, if by robbed you mean the guy brought you extra jelly, uh, then indeed your house has been ransacked. What I'm saying (laughs) is last night I woke up with, this morning I woke up with two jellies. Two uh, jellies, two different jellies, and there was a there was a spoon in them. So I was I was I was eating those. That is really great. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so the next victim was two weeks later, a woman named Nina Nichols, known to be an energetic woman who looked much younger than her sixty eight years. So hey man, stop selling me. I'm already getting horny enough <laughs> right, starting right. this episode. <laughs> she failed to show up at her sister's house for an overnight visit, and when her sister didn't arrive on time, uh, her sister called the apartment house and asked the janitor. The janitor. Was like, Miss Nichols. Thank God no one ever calls me to go check on the rooms. Oh, yeah, I just need a give me the lock. Oh, I like to go in a secret, see something secret. Why is that? Why is that cobweb ringing? What the? My a phone? I have a phone. No one ever calls Jenna. Jenna just goes and looks at the toilet, but the toilet's just a seat with the hole in it, kind of like my heart. <laughs> they just see everything clean, but they don't know who did it. I did it. I did it. So when the janitor opens up the door, to the apartment. Looks like a robbery uh, straight off, but he walks into the apartment, of course, because it looks suspicious. He walks into the bedroom, and what he sees is the body of Nina Nichols, her feet propped up, legs spread wide open directly in his line of vision. Now, I couldn't help but go and maybe take a closer look at Take a closer look at the cleft of the woman that left in there. <laughs> but then I knew I better clean up. Yeah. And I just wiped my mop all over. <laughs> <laughs> so she had her she still had on her pink house coat and a white slip. Uh, those both have been pulled up over her waist. Uh, two nylon stockings have been tied so tightly around her neck that they cut into her flesh. Yeah. And that is important to remember. Remember, two nylon stockings. Now and, and I will I'll admit right now is that this is gonna be a lot of there's gonna be a lot of ins and outs to this case there's gonna be a lot of details that you're gonna need to remember uh when we're talking about because in terms of big hitters we've never really seen because normally you know it's like everybody you know john Wayne gacy said he was innocent until the end of time and there right, was like right, always right. kind of a, like it's a several killers at once that like we again realize are one killer or serial killers because at this time too this is before the coining of the term serial killer this is 1962 yeah the, the term serial killer wouldn't be invented for another nine years yeah and they don't know that this type of crime can happen. So they 
are, have a hard time piecing it all together. Mm-hmm. But this is the one time where it's like we're really probably looking at three different killers. Yeah, at least. How strong are these nylons? I mean, most oh, women can't strong. go out the, the front door without getting a snag or getting a run. My grandmother I mean, what had- I'm saying is, if I ran a nylon company, I would say, Boston Strangler Strong. <laughs> you can literally cut through flesh with these. My grandmother had a set of nylon so fucking thick. They had been around since, like, 1952. You could, like, str- you could basically tie them from tree to tree across the road, and it could stop a car. <laughs> All right, so again, so now this is real, the first appearance of the full bow. When they got to her, it was like it was at a gigantic cartoon-like bow that was tied Mm -hmm. around her neck with the two nylons, um, and she was naked except for a watch and a pair of blue sneakers, which I got to tell you is how I want to go. Yeah. (laughs) And she... But I'm going to be in a penthouse in Las Vegas uh, also sitting on top of a gold toilet. Oh, that'll be very nice. Now, this one detail about Nina Nichols herself that we'll see show up again and again in uh, the victims is that she worked at Massachusetts Memorial Hospital in the past, and almost every single one of these victims had some connection to a hospital uh, or some sort of rehabilitative facility Mm -hmm. at one point in their lives. Well, there's not a lot of options for jobs in Boston. You know, I mean, you read like literally Boston. It's either you're a professional meathead whose job is to hand out Red Sox hats, or you're a scientist. Right, (laughs) right. And this is before all those affliction T-shirts came out, so they didn't know what to wear. It was difficult to be a meathead in the '60s. Your style of fashion wasn't quite uh, caught up with it yet. So this next murder happened the exact same fucking day. This is why I think that this is hmm. the end of a killing spree rather than the beginning of one. Because literally, you were watching someone in the middle of a berserk mode. Yeah, right, this exactly. Is a, this is a berserk. Mode. This is yeah. a berserk mode. Like this is not. So, it has been building up to this. I'm sure there were plenty of stranglings that happened before. You know, I'm sure he. We see that in other serial killers where guys they experiment. They yeah, try out they, a lot of different things that, becomes, so they find out what makes them hard. It becomes grander mm-hmm. as they go because it mm-hmm. also becomes more difficult to excite themselves. Yeah. So, right. like, they have to flourish it a little bit more. But then you look at, we'll get to the Mary Sullivan case. Like, that's another one that's like, but that's kind of nuts. That yeah. was so extravagant. It's huge. Helen Blake, she was a retired nurse. Important okay. to remember. Uh, her body was discovered at 5 p.m. Uh, she was face down on her bed, leg, legs apart. Uh, her pajamas had been pulled up over her shoulders. And that's another, that's a weird little detail that you also see is uh, a lot of these women, not all of them are nude. A lot of them just have their clothes pulled up over their shoulders. Were they victims of sexual assault or he was just... Well, that's the thing is that some of them were merely, some of them were molested and some of them were assaulted. I'm molested. Yeah. Yeah, sure, yeah. Murder fist has forever ruined the word molested, which is a very serious word, and no one should ever laugh if somebody tells you that they were molested. But but that's the first thing you hear when someone... Molested! (laughs) Henry does a character where he is molested, and of course they turn it into a very funny thing. (laughs) That makes my life more uncomfortable. Yeah, Gardner, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it's a great sketch. So Uh, some were sexually assaulted, others were not at all. Yeah, well, I mean... Some some molested. Well, yeah, (laughs) yeah, some were just molested, which I think is... (laughs) We can't make the word molested fun Funny, though, because no. it's, okay. We can't, we can't, we can't. Uh, I think it is a, an important, I think it is a very important distinction when we're talking about the multiple killers theory, uh, mm-hmm. because the old ladies, they were molested. Some might say probed uh, for, uh, I guess, experimentation what purposes. What they look like, too, is that it, because it was also with objects around the room, because Nina ah. was, Nina had, her vagina was, 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 
knick knocked with a thing in the house and they didn't know what it was. And this one mm-hmm. is with a beer bottle. Yeah. Uh, is that your official forensic report? Well, now her vagina was knick knacked. <laughs> I'm not really sure how it because you could just say, like, what do you say? It was, um, uh, it was floofy doof. That's not a term. <laughs> no, it was no. po- pokey doke. Dingle bummed. Dingle bummed. Mm. Okay. So, yes, her, her vagina was uh, dingle bummed with a beer bottle until it was all fucked up. Uh, all right. <laughs> I don't mean to make light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Yeah. So a nylon stocking was tied around Helen Blake's neck. Her cotton bra had been looped up under the stockings, and its ends were brought forward to tie another bow around her chin. No sign of forced entry. No one heard any uh, voices raised. And Helen Blake, let it be known that Mm -hmm. she would not have gone down easy. Bit of a burly woman. And known to be gruff. (laughs) Well, that's okay. Known to be a gruff woman, about 165 pounds. They should have just had every Everybody take turns, every male take turns um, wrapping a present in front of the precinct and just see how they do it. Well, yeah. There's <laughs> because a problem it seems is that like they, this guy's like, and get, now it's time to gift wrapped. Yeah, and if they can't get through the gift wrapping process right. without raping the box, yeah. <laughs> you know that, that he's the guy. You're it. So Nina, she had been killed between 8 and 10 a.m., uh, while Helen... Uh, was killed between 5 and 6 p.m. So this guy wow. did it in the morning, uh, just waited a little while for his motor to rev back up again, and then did it again later on that night. Literally went to whatever restaurant existed in 1962 that people love to go to, had a little lunch, had a little music, and then just went right back to it. Huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He went to a sock hop and then <laughs> saw like some sort of rally, and then he listened to Jimi Hendrix's first album and mm-hmm. then did it again. Yeah. <laughs> the only acceptable reason to interrupt a podcast? Your dog. That was your dog saying thank you for BarkBox. You can take a minute now. You bet your dog. But you're going to learn about Bark. It's the company dedicated to making dogs happy. Yay. Every month, BarkBox decides and delivers a whole new collection of toys and treats just for your best bud. No, Wendy, I can't get you a whip. You're too cute for weapons. Every treat is made with yummy, healthy, all-natural ingredients like pumpkin and sweet potato. Mmm, tubers. My dogs love their toys selectively. But BarkBox sends good little ones for the little tiny mouths. They have little mouths, but strong, big spirits. So they fight over the little toys. I imagine they think that they are hunting and going after little bugs and rats and oh they love their life and they love the they love what bark box brings because bark box brings the bark and puts it in a box yep to get your free upgrade go to barkbox.com slash l-e-f-t this podcast is brought to you by squarespace finding work-life balance can be tough but squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text and that helps you save time i know i'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse pics now part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be 
pinging a lot of these custom agents' accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse picks over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Every day, I fight to set my child up for success, which is why, as I sit and read Carmi and Wendy Dune, trying to explain to them the concepts of the savior complex not working, doubling back on itself, the concept of what does it mean to be a living God? What are those limitations? What are those expectations? And honestly, I know they just want chicken. But there are kids out there that need this type of direct help. And IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids covering math, language, arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed to help them understand and master topics in a fun way. Not unlike me. Reading children, Dune Messiah, getting to about 365, seeing where they're at, see if they understand anything. There's no more grading these worksheets. IXL grades everything itself. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. You can't even believe it! You don't want to make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And last podcast in the left listeners could get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com slash left. Visit IXL.com slash left to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Uh, the next one, he waited two weeks. Uh, Ida Erga, she was found dead on August 21st. Quiet woman of 75 who kept to herself. She was found strangled in her locked apartment, and she had been dead for two days. In another hospital connection, she made weekly visits to Massachusetts Memorial Hospital to pick up her special skin ointment. <laughs> uh, hey, I, hey, Tommy, I, I can't go to the hospital to get my ointment. Can you go and get my skin ointment for me, Tommy? Um, I really really wish I didn't have to. Hey, I can't <laughs> rub it on myself. So when you get here, can you rub it on me? What I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a $20 bill. <laughs> and we're going to pretend like we didn't have this conversation. <laughs> well, it does, I mean, the uh, the berserker mode, the two in one day, and then a bit of a break, that is not uncommon when they don't get caught. We saw that with Andre Chikatilo. Because the mm-hmm. idea is that they're, they're ramping up, ramping up, ramping up, and then pretty much they kind of assume, well, I'm going to get caught any day here, and then it's like a couple of weeks of watching the news, mm-hmm. and then nothing happening, and then being like, uh-oh, I'm hard for mayhem again. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, we saw Ted Bundy, he got caught in a berserker fa- uh, a berserker rage with uh, in the, the Florida, Florida State. State. Right. Well, Sorority he really left it all on the dance floor. Yeah, John Wayne Gacy yeah. also, uh, he was in a bit of a berserker. He was getting sloppy uh, shitting in his well, own he backyard. Ran out of, he ran out of fucking room. Well, he w- the reason why Gacy got brought down is because he killed that teenager uh, from the pharmacy. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, the little uh, and all the you receipt is- for the photo. That's what brought Gacy down. All you gotta do is kill one little boy with a bright future <laughs> 
That's it. Fucked. Everything's fucked. Yeah, yeah, when you're fucking killing uh, gay dudes that are just cruising on the streets of fucking Milwaukee, that's fine. Easy street. But you kill one kid on his way to getting a college education, <laughs> and all of a sudden, the 32 bodies mean something. He could have been a regular Gerald Ford if he hadn't killed him. <laughs> Isn't that something? God, I, yeah. It still surprises me to this day that Gacy just lived... To the point, so many murders, he literally just ran out of room to hide bodies. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He, he was he was doing fine anyway. Yeah. Back, back to Boston. So Ida Erga, she had been strangled by human hands, uh, mm-hmm. and then to finish off the job, one of her pillowcases was used to to tie uh, to tie around her neck. Uh, and I think that what that may have been is because you always see the stockings over and over again. And in fact, the Boston uh, Globe, when they first broke the or when they first broke the story, it was originally named the Silk Stockings Murders. Ooh, silk stockings. That reminds me of that saucy Showtime show. Yeah. USA up all night. Oh, USA. Yeah. Who was on that? Was that was it uh, uh was it Rip David Rip Gilson? Rip yeah. Gilson? <laughs> Rip Gilson. He had a very short Hollywood career. He Rip just did Gilson. that show and yes. then committed suicide next to a donut factory. Mm, very weird. <laughs> so Ida's nightdress had been torn, exposing her body, uh, which shows a little that shows some escalation on the part of the killer. Her legs were spread five feet. Uh, from heel to heel and her feet were propped up on individual chairs and a bed pillow was placed underneath her buttocks so as to showcase her vagina. Because well, what we had in a lot of these yeah. cases is uh, the killer positioned the body so that when the whoever walked into the room, the first thing they would see was a gaping old lady vagina. I would put it this way. If you really wanted to showcase the vagina... You would put it in between two mirrors because that's important mm-hmm. and it gives an illusion of space. And also put some flowers in there. I don't mean to be insensitive. <laughs> well, you wanna, yeah, I'm just that saying that would be insensitive. That though. would be insensitive and me. I don't mean to be mean. Yeah, you know no. we're searching just, for what's interesting. I'm trying to give hints. Yeah, <laughs> I can't stop thinking tips. of the female artist that does nothing but the vagina paintings. It's sort of like that. In George oh, O'Keefe. Yeah, George O'Keefe. And so yeah, I'm gonna yeah, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should I read? Well, not a all. They don't. They're not all vaginas, but many of them look like vaginas. They're all vaginas. It's up to interpretation. Vagina. And I'm gonna give a little bit of Albert DeSalvo's <laughs> confession for the Ida, um, the murder of Ida. Erga. And here's one thing that I don't think we properly explained up top about this Albert DeSalvo guy. If you don't know anything about the Boston Strangler cases, there was a man that went down for all of these murders. His name was Albert DeSalvo, and yeah. he confessed to all of these crimes. Well, yeah, I mean, the layperson would say Boston Strangler DeSalvo, and that's uh, case yeah. closed. But yeah. he's more of sort of a... Uh, Puck from the real world, real world <laughs> okay. character who just likes to be in trouble. Yeah, and he possibly well, confessed. Puck. We're going to cover all this later yeah. on. He confessed possibly to just have the notoriety of being the Boston Strangler. Yes. So I'm going to read a little bit of his confession for the murder of Ida Erga. Um, at this time, it was very famous, right? It was all over the news. Everyone yes. knew at this, about this. Yeah, right? at this at this point, it is uh, we're we're about to get into the fever pitch of hysteria that Boston went into. Now this is, it is this hilarious. is literally barely an exaggeration of how. Albert DeSalvo spoke. <clears throat> I said I wanted to do some work in the apartment, and uh, she didn't trust me because of the things that were going on, and she had a suspicion of letting, you know, allowing anybody into the apartment without knowing definitely who they were, and I talked to her very briefly, and I told her not to worry. I just, I just soon come back tomorrow rather than, you know, in other words, if you don't trust me, I'll come back tomorrow, and then, you know, I said I walk downstairs, and she said, ah, well, come in, come in, and we went in the bedroom where I was supposed to look at a leak at the, at the window, and so when she turned, a 
put my, my arm around her neck and I just went, eh, 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 eh. I, I think it went through like a, like a parlor as you walked in and a dining room and a bedroom. Oh, and before the bedroom, there was a kitchen and the bedroom was way back. The bed was white. I, I wasn't made either. She was in the midst probably of making the bed up. And there was an old dresser there and I opened the drawers up. And there was like nothing in them. There's nothing there. And they were empty. And uh, when I did get her by the neck and I strangled her, yeah, I manually strangled her. I noticed <laughs> some blood was coming out of the ears. It's very dark. Yeah. <laughs> very dark. The brighty. I remember that. Oh, I think there was a dining room set in there. A very dark one. Nice. Good, nice cherry wood. And there was a, there was a brown chairs around it. Oh, nice. Walnut. It's nice to see good chairs made. You barely really see it. It's hard now because everyone's getting things from Ikea. Everything's falling apart. Right. And right, I recall right. putting okay, the legs up on the two chairs in a wide position uh, just so I could uh, I just kind of pound at it. And I just uh, did it. I don't. I didn't choose the old woman because attractiveness had nothing to do with it. She was just a woman, and that was enough. Any gal will do. He's not ageist anyway. Did he really mention the ta- uh, the table? No, he did mention the yeah. table. That yeah. is such a classic, like stupid person thing. Like very nice table. Like very they, nice table. Like, <laughs> some people just that, notice look, things. Look that at just, that table. That's a very nice uh, table. Was that cherry oak? <laughs> uh, yeah. It's a, uh, yes. Yes. I guess. Sure. <laughs> so to solve a very high-pitched voice, one would argue that he might have been looking for respect amongst the uh, his peers. Possibly. Possibly. So eight days later, Jane Sullivan, a fucking nurse again who lived alone, she was found strangled in her first floor apartment. She had been dead more than a week. Uh, her body was discovered placed in a half kneeling position. Her face was down in the bathtub. Her face and forearms were submerged six inches in the water so that her buttocks was exposed. Oh, what was really okay. cruel was that uh, I, whoever the murderer was also dumped a bunch of apples into the water. <laughs> I guess he must have confused her with this sort of we're going to practice uh, by the Bob 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 well, you never know. Yeah. The county fair is just uh, just around the corner, and you don't want to lose for the 13th straight year <laughs> in the annual Boston Apple Bobbing Competition. So again, her house coat had been pulled over her shoulders, but her girdle was pushed just above her waist. Her underwear had been pulled down around her ankles, and finally, she had been strangled with two of her own nylon stockings tied together, and there, there would not be another strangling for three months. You know, it's just too... First of all, don't get into the healthcare business. That's what we're learning here whatsoever. Mm. Don't care for your fellow man because one of those men will just end up murdering you. Second of all, no matter how unattractive you feel... There's always a man for you. There's you always know, like, a man who's going to try and kill you just to get right. to your body. You think if you're a woman like, oh, I've, get, I've gone through menopause, I feel like I should be safe from sexual assault. Mm-hmm. And, and between then next this thing you know, and the rise of Helen Mirren and uh, and what Meryl Streep can do, I think this just shows that life's not over when you're 40. No. no. I mean, unless you get killed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And life's over when you're right, 40. Right. Yeah. So let's talk about Boston for a second. Let's talk about the general mood in Boston around this time. Now, Ignorant written stupid. Yes. Okay. Now, you remember, that, just remember that Boston was and still is, despite being, you know, what they say, Taxachusetts, very liberal place, Boston was and still is a very conservative and puritanical town. Mm-hmm. Let's not forget how many witches they burned in Boston, and that sort of attitude is definitely prevailed to this day. It's very Bastards. conservative. So really what people were freaked out about with these 
murders, it wasn't that <laughs> women were being killed. It's that they were being sexually molested. The sexual oh, nature man. of the crimes. That's what really it's bothered a yeah. conservative town. And yeah. also when what we're going to see, too, is that when the murders switch to younger women, it's this fear. Like, literally, it could be anybody. Yeah. You know, yeah. And there was, yeah they said that they ran out of dogs. Mm-hmm. The city pounds ran out of dogs. Uh, and, and hardware stores ran out of locks. Because yeah. people kept buying locks. But what they didn't realize is just like, they let him in. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, he's not breaking well, into people's houses. The second houses. woman, now, her door was locked from the inside, though, right? A couple of them were locked from the inside. And and, and there's really no, was he just like a, a, a copper field, a David Blaine type? Just like, <laughs> poof, he's out of there? It's possible that he got in through a window. Yeah. Uh, and I do have a, I just had a fantasy of me and my wife back in Salem, Massachusetts, and they're taking her away. And I say, that's not a witch, that's my wife. <laughs> uh, but they still take her from me, and I hate those goddamn Boston Puritan <laughs> bastards. But then eventually, you know what? Like, actually, it's kind of nice to be alone. She was kind of a witch. (laughs) (laughs) So mass hysteria had completely gripped the entire city of Boston. And not only were people afraid, but it seemed like the weirdos in Boston were kind of ratcheting up their act a little bit. At a local YWCA, the manager of a cafeteria reported a strange young man who would repeatedly try to strike up friendships and conversations with elderly old ladies eating alone. Hey, what are you doing? Are you eating jello? Ah, it's so funny. It's so funny. I was eating jello yesterday. How you doing? Huh? How's that dress? How's that dress? Ooh, scratchy. I like it. Oh, it's big on you, huh? Uh, hey, I'm from uh, I'm from Munkatonka. It's north of here. Yeah. Munkatonka. Yeah, yeah, but uh, we go back to my house and we play uh, hide your flip-flops under my bed game. Huh? <laughs> Does sound like a fun game. On six different occasions, uh, after this strange young man had finished his meal and left, the bus girl found razor blades folded up in his napkins. <laughs> <laughs> and this is really scary story. I love this. Yeah. The nurse who called the police about a prowler, she received a doll in her mail a week later with a miniature nylon stocking twisted around its neck with a note attached that said, the police can't watch you forever. <laughs> <laughs> crafty. It's very crafty. It's very yeah. Etsy-like. It's yeah. very fun. Super it's kind of like what we get here at the studio when people send us gifts. Yeah. yeah. But it's fun when we get them. Oh, and man. if you'd like to send us a gift, send 1093 Jackson Avenue, Long Island City, uh, New York. So tearful women uh, also started calling police to report obscene phone calls. Men were murmuring lewd suggestions over the phone or just doing the old creepy heavy breathing like, and this then is hanging up. Like, it's like beetle fever. It's like when when the k- killing started <laughs> happening, there's a bunch of guys like, oh yeah, now we can all be creepy. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Yep. Women were receiving calls from a man claiming to be a physician. Hello, I uh, my name is Dr. Mifflin. I want to check your heart in your breast. That's what, what he would say you say like <laughs> I want to check your heart let me come. When when is the best time to well, call? Well, you've <laughs> got to be a real doctor. You did call me and say My you name were. Is Dr. Mifflin? What did I say? I say M- Mifflin. <laughs> so funny. My brother's named Dr. Mifflin. Okay. I'll be coming Come over on. soon. Okay, that's great. I'll have my best nylons on for you. <laughs> so one and one woman, she reported having seen a man in rouge and lipstick wearing women's clothing and high heels. That and was just a Boston woman. <laughs> <laughs> they said it was obviously a man. It was very much a man. Okay. I don't know if it had the five o'clock shadow or what. Well, it's always when a guy's like walking down the street, he's in a dress and makeup and stuff, but he keeps like flexing, going and like, right, oh right. yeah, oh yeah. Come and check these cinder blocks. God fuck me, will you? Fuck me, I'd fuck me. 
<laughs> he was wearing long white gloves, a full except for he had a full brown ensemble, except for uh, what the long white gloves. And he was in her apartment building, just riding the elevator and up it, and down. And this normal. was not far from where autistic. Nina Nichols. This was not far from where Nina Nichols lived, which that was the reason for the call. Otherwise, they would have just let uh, him be. Number right. one, he could have been in the middle of some hilarious caper, like in some <laughs> like it hot, or he could have been David Bowie just doing new fashion. You never know. You, you never, never know. know. Uh, also, a long-haired man named Psycho Charlie <laughs> was arrested for prying dimes out of a parking meter. Uh, and some, <laughs> I'm going to say, uh, well, uh, it's not so much Psycho as it is like really poor Charlie. Really poor Charlie. I'm going to go with Psycho Charlie it's for the about, scare. It's the way he's doing it. It's because he's like, it's not like what he's doing. It's that him going like, I'm going to get this fucking parking meter. <laughs> it's just like it's weird that he keeps calling it the f word and like prying yeah. it out with a crowbar and yeah, screaming about how like the government's. Got put microphones in his shoes. <laughs> the crime is just sad. Yeah, yeah it's really, it's it's sad. Poor Charlie. Yeah. And some women claim that he had been slipping obscene notes underneath their doors. It is a different time, though, man. At yeah. least you got a phone call. At least you got some personal attention. <laughs> you get a say, note. Are you saying that the depersonalization of the internet is taking away some of the handmade crafting of assaulting and 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 terrorizing women? Absolutely. Here's your <laughs> e holiday card, or here's your e like you might not be alive very long card. <laughs> But show up. All you got to do is delete that off the computer and he that's doesn't have right. to haunt you anymore. Yeah, that's Come fine. Uh, in another incident, a dapper, good-looking young man was arrested in a movie theater. His police report said, the man apparently suffers from a form of sexual deviation. He has a climax from seeing the open toes of women in theaters or beaches. He carries a mm. pen flashlight so he can see them in darkened theaters. <laughs> that's Ben Kissel's thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, I'm not into feet yet, but I'm trying to get there. <laughs> uh, the police were also called after a woman had seen a smiling, neatly dressed man coming towards her, and only after she passed, uh, only after he passed, did she realize that out of his breast pocket stuck not a handkerchief, but the tip of a nylon stocking. Ooh, interesting. Very interesting. interesting. Again, just fashion forward. I think yeah, that's probably think so. true. Yeah. Old ladies were also awoken by I phone th calls in the middle of the night by a husky voice that said, Darling, can I come over now? Well, you oh. sound to be about 300, 400 pounds. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you bet. Actually, so uh, if we could maybe reverse that, then uh, I'll give you my personal address. And, uh, maybe you could stop by because uh, not exactly the most mobile these days. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds a little house <laughs> a little and, bedridden and finally a housewife in Brockton expecting a friend opened her door to a knock to find a stranger standing in front of her she immediately fell dead of a heart attack from fright however the stranger was just Selling encyclopedia. Yeah, now yeah, I'll never move A through encyclopedias. J. Exactly. Oh, Encyclopedia Britannica. Remember oh, that door-to-door yeah. -door encyclopedias before Wikipedia. That's how I learned what sex was. What a terrible huh. thing to have to sell. Yeah, you know, I'm just going to sell the, the heaviest thing I can. A fucking bunch of encyclopedias. We had a man come and try to sell us a new set. and Because he, he came in, he was sweaty and really, really fat in a suit. And he was sitting in a thing and it's like... Because we already had one. He's like, look what you got over there. Like, oh, those are old ones. Yeah. But I got some new ones. That's 1988 and nonsense. It was, and it was me just coming and being like, I have a CD-ROM with all of the encyclopedias and this one little <laughs> thin <laughs> disc of silicone. <laughs> no. him, so you showed him Encarta? And <laughs> yeah, said, you, oh, you showed him the end of his job? I just got to move this last bunch. Uh, you know, I'm, li oh, I'm, living, I'm living in a car I half own with another salesman. <laughs> we have to trade. Sometimes he sleeps in the front and I sleep with the trunk and then we trade every Wednesday. Oh. <laughs> oh, so sad to just watch your job become obsolete. Mm. 
So the police in Boston at this time have no clues whatsoever. I mean, they're just calling everything suicide. <laughs> well, no, they're just looking at these murders happening and they don't know. They just yeah, think they, there's like they, they don't they're know. All, it's all coincidence. Yeah, because at this point time, at this point in time, right. a homicide detective, and this is not just in Boston, this is all over the country, a homicide detective was always working on the assumption that the killer knew the victim. Mm-hmm. That the, the killer had some sort of connection to him. Random killings didn't even enter into their mind because really... 99 times out of 100, they're right. Yeah. Like 99 times out of 100, a right. murder is done by uh, a person that the victim knows. And this is also still the time where every little police department was fighting with every other little police department oh, so they could crack the case. So you had this personal dispute going on for God. no reason because everyone's just like, can you solve the murders? Can you just do that? He's also, like, I'm not talking to O'Brien over at Station 173. He looked at my girlfriend in high school. I hate that motherfucker. You also have this thing, too. I think there's also a, a stigma, and, and they don't realize... Even though, I mean, we already had Nazi Germany, but no one really got the fucking details of Nazi Germany. Of like, mm-hmm. these, they thought that they're like, well, who'd kill an old lady besides somebody who had like a reason to kill an old lady? Like, that, like she hated her, or like he was just randomly burglarizing her and he wanted to like shut her up, or she like freaked out and she died and he had to figure out what to do with her. He never, they never thought about the psychosexual killer. Yeah. Right. Pure but evil was, was not any, something that entered into their uh, mind. Whatsoever. Was there semen and stuff found in the, on these scenes? No, no, no. Never. Even if, even if the, she was. You know, popped with a goddamn beer bottle. He still wasn't like coming all over the place. Not the first five. Not the old ladies. None. You did not see come with any of the old ladies. You only saw that with the younger ladies. Okay. Which is, I think, a very important detail. So now they means sexually molested. 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 Uh, Versus sexually assaulted. Now all the sex offenders in Boston. So this is really interesting. So they just went through everybody and they tried to gather all the sex offenders that were in all of Boston, uh, 1840. And the big thing they were looking for is that the person suffering from a paranoia of mother hate. Okay. Which is very Paranoia of mother hate. Which is a a fucking killer album title. Oh, by yeah. That is a direct quote, by the way. I took that directly from the police uh, report. That sounds awesome. Yes. Special attention should be paid to persons suffering from a paranoia of mother hate. That sounds like there's like a garage band called like Lickable Toads. <laughs> it's like, that's our first song, Paranoia of Mother Hate. The apartments were meticulously searched. All they came up with was a thread from a man's suit, a button, and a single human hair. That's all five apartments. God, it sounds like a cartoon like uh, amount of evidence. Like, oh, it they just had sounds no like idea. It's like, ah, okay, we got a suit. Oh, that's fun. We got a button. Oh, I put on a suit. I <laughs> right. make that a suit. And we got a... It's a single human hair. I don't even know if this is a man's hair. I don't even know if this whose hair this be. This could be anything. Could be from a doll. Uh, we right. don't even have the machines. That, I don't even know why we're collecting hair. Yeah, right. yeah. It doesn't matter at this point. Yeah, at the, at really at that point, uh, hair. There was no DNA tests or anything like right. that. I guess you could match. It's like, oh, the hair is brown. He's got brown hair. Arrest him. Uh, and the police, they were of course very upset about not being able uh, to solve these crimes at the homicide division, uh, concealed behind a screen. In a small room, they had a wooden board. A length of rope had been brought through each hole and a knot tied to it. And if the board was turned around, you could see name tags had been attached to each knot 
Anna Slessers, Nina Nichols, Helen Blake, Ida Erga, and Jane Sullivan. And you know that that was like the new private fucking like Blake who shows at me like, guys, I have made a, f- a fantastic art project that I think that is really going to demonstrate what's been going on. I've got a little bit of wooden board and then I tie these little knots for each no, one of them. It's a vision board. Yeah, it's like it's a lint calendar. I'll tell you, that, that Blake is a man's man. He's always surrounded by women. He lives alone. He's got that bachelor and lifestyle. And the best part is, is that if you open up one of the knots, I pull a little piece of chocolate in there. <laughs> and so if we break one of the cases, God. you get a little prize. That's you're opening incentive. up the knot. That's an incentive. <laughs> so on December 5th, three months after Jane Sullivan, the pattern changes completely. We got a 180 here. A complete 180. Sophie Clark. She was an attractive black woman uh, in her 20s. She was found dead. Now let's think about this for a second. The one thing we know about serial killers. We know lots of stuff about serial killers. One thing we do know is that serial killers almost always have a type. Have a type. Mm-hmm. And they almost always kill their own race. Is it possible? Very rarely do you see uh, people going outside of their own race and you never see them switching it up. You never see them changing races. Right. right. Is it possible, uh, like we were talking about with the black almost serial never. killers, um, and I've had this conversation before, um, we call it the less dead, we've talked mm-hmm. about this. Is it possible you also have grandparents and we live in a society where young matters the Iggy Azaleas of the world is it possible that there was a connection the Iggy Azalea is it possible there's a connection between no one cares about grandmothers he thinks he can also get away with just no, killing no, this young no, 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 no. The type of degradation that was happening to the bodies of the older women were very... It's it's about the impulse. Because mm-hmm. serial killers, they're doing it because they're telling their own personal story a lot of the times. They're illustrating either an event that has happened to them over and over again, and they're and they're trying to take their revenge of that... Like You know, like when someone says something stupid to you, and then you think about it like three days later, and be like, right. I should have said, you're the tart boy. Right, <laughs> right, right, like, right. You know, I should have... So it's that over and over again where this is you're also going to see the nature of the crime change is like mm-hmm. she is she was viciously viciously sexually assaulted yes yeah, she was so some people go to an interpretive dance, and some people just go through a, a series of different murders. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Some people write a one-person show, right? And some people become total murderers. I yeah. see. Yeah. Uh, so this girl, Sophie Clark, uh, the other difference between her and the old ladies, besides the uh, the different race and the drastic change in age, Sophie Clark was twenty. Uh, she also had roommates. All the rest of the women were single spinsters. Uh, they were because that also goes into uh, the theory that. He broke in, the strangler broke in and waited for the old ladies uh, to come home or just waited for the right moment to pounce. Whereas Sophie Clark, she had roommates. Mm -hmm. Uh, And how many roommates? She had two roommates. Yeah. And in fact, it was a roommate who found found her at 5.30 p.m. on December 5th. She had been strangled with three nylon stockings, which was a new feature. Okay. They were twisted so tightly they were almost lost in her flesh, uh, knotted underneath her chin. And unlike the others, she had been gagged. And again, this is in the newspapers. It's just like nylon stockings are yes. used to murder all these women. If you do want to murder a bunch of you, women, use nylon stockings and we'll print it out. Yeah, exactly. We'll print it out. We'll, we'll talk about you. The newspaper and the newspaper had been printing so many details. In fact, right. the medical examiner, uh, the medical uh, examiner was feeding information to the newspaper. And they put up like these huge, really feeding all details. They to put the up these newspapers. huge charts that featured every bit of information about each crime. And it's because they were really getting, because they were getting a lot of buyers. People were buying the right. newspaper because they were mm-hmm. really paranoid and they wanted mm-hmm. to see 
that their lives didn't match what so, the, the 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 victims' yeah. lifestyle. There's so there's like a zodiac killer type thing happening as well and this is before Sudoku so everyone's just like I'm going to solve that Zodiac situation yeah. well they like, just did it to fill doing. space it's also right. the most uh, most compelling thing that's going on and everybody's concerned with it right and everybody's so- scared it's it's fear sells papers once again uh, and they would even they would print shit like top five clues of the Boston Strangler uh, they were would- they smart enough to do what they do now where it's just like she had a tattoo on her left foot when in reality it's on the right foot and only they kill her we with will see like that. that that comes into play yeah we'll okay. see that comes into play later uh she yeah like i said uh she had been gagged none of the other old ladies had been gagged uh she was nude she had been violently sexually assaulted because the rest of them had just been molested (laughs) (laughs) yes all the rest had just been molested uh and unlike the others the killer uh uh ejaculated into the crime scene they and they came on the rug that's major they came on the rug they came on the rug like the big lebowski yeah, this really tied, tied the room together. together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and you, but and you also wouldn't see uh, semen uh, until the very last victim, uh, which will also that little detail right there is very important. Uh, now, and the, the, the thing and the, about her too is that she was a very she was known as she had a boyfriend out of town. Yeah, and that when she was discovered, she'd been writing her boyfriend a letter. But she was this very conservative but attractive woman, She's hot. That, and mm-hmm. she was like saying, but basically, she had been known by her friends as someone who's very wary of men and would not open up conversation with men randomly on the street but something happened in the conversation because he was let in again without a struggle um but then there was there was a report later on of a man downstairs in the building at 2 p.m that day basically saying saying that the uh, super had let him in to paint the apartment yeah and again he's we're gonna see him in green workman pants yeah he's wearing green pants that's uh, that is uh very 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 important, and the other important uh, fa- the other important thing uh, is that when the woman let uh, him in downstairs, or the woman was talking to the guy in a green slacks downstairs at Sophie Clark's apartment, the guy remarked about how attractive her figure was, and asked her if she ever thought about modeling. But when the woman told her, "Hey, my husband's asleep in the other room, keep it down," he told her, "Hey, I made a mistake. Actually, I need to paint the apartment down the hall." I'm out. Hmm. Hmm. So another young woman on New Year's Eve, uh, a few weeks later, uh, her name was Patricia Bassett. She was 23. She was found dead in a locked apartment. Again, there were three stockings. Again, she had been violently sexually assaulted. And six women were dead by the end of 1962. And there was still not a single viable clue. So too young, four old. Uh, yes. yes. No, two young, five old. Five, five old. old. So okay. now we have up to seven. They are now looking at this. They have no idea. No clue. Where to go. And Literally so, they, so far, suicide is the closest they've come. Yeah, they have so no idea how to link all this together until they decide to call upon the paranormal. Oh, I love it. <laughs> This is like straight out of a, a, a comedy, straight out of a movie, what they do next. Enter the psychic Paul Gordon, a short, heavyset man, broad with brown eyes, partially bald and in his early 40s. And I got to tell you about where I got this information from. Uh, I, there's a fan fantastic book about the it's just called the Boston Strangler it's by Gerald Frank I got I downloaded a PDF of it online so it does exist if you want it yeah and I I got the paperback in one of my weird bookstores but it um, is one of the best true crime books that uh, I've read and I don't know how long it's really well written it's very entertaining Uh, and I I got the majority of my research from uh, the Boston Strangler by Gerald Frank so pick that up if you want to know more about this uh, then yeah 
Get that book. I Are love you it. looking to get strange stares at the bookstore today? <laughs> Go with the Marcus Park selection of the Boston Strangler. Well, that and Bury My Heart at Wounded Knee. Those are the two best books that, I've read. And that's history. And that's oh, so <laughs> there's some. So Paul Gordon, remember, short, heavy set, broad, uh, partially bald, early 40s. He spoke with a distinct lisp, but was always confident in his words. That's, <laughs> that's good. Confidence can sell. That's all. So that's what it's about. It's, it's it. confident or very loud. Yeah. I love that he's partially bald, right? Partially so he's just like, bald. well, that's why I put that comb over around. Yeah. Still not. I'm never described as fully bald. And through a series of events too long to go into here, uh, he came into the service of Detective Phil Di Natale, who now considered the Strangler to be his personal enemy and was willing to try anything after months and months of dead end. I love my revenge! Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're, you're really him just boiling in a road. It's got damn Boston Stranglers headed out for me, and I gotta tell you, I will not rest until I catch him. They were like, hey, Phil, um, could you just get the fuck out of my office? You're driving me nuts. <laughs> Move on! Texas Pete is a sauce and allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's what people gather around, it's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. Each Texas Pete hot sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. This signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It's been at the center of dinner table since 1929 and is still heating things up today. You're definitely going to want to try every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original, and not for the faint of heart. Sabor! By Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor, and their dust-dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce and a flavorful dry rub. Tell you what, the other day I was having myself a good old refried bean burrito, and I wanted a little bit of kick to my morning, so I got myself some Texas Pete sriracha sauce. And I smothered those refried beans and that cheese and them eggs and a whole bunch of chai. And it started off my day correct. Texas Pete sauce like you mean it. Visit TexasPete.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST. 24 for 20% off at texaspeat.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest, and I guess I can share it here. I, I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine, and it's an addiction. And it's a daily weight on my life. How much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins as soon as I wake up. And a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors, big and small. Some people are presidents. Some people are soldiers. Some people have to eat mayonnaise, especially with hard-boiled eggs, which is what I eat for lunch. But I guess I should share that in therapy. Because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash lastpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp!
H-E-L-P dot com slash last pod. Hey, did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. That's one of my favorite things about it. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. Now, personally, I'm in the middle of re-landscaping my yard. I like to do it myself because I called up a landscaper to see how much it costs and it was absolutely insane. Plus, I love dirt. I love getting my hands in the dirt and I love planting things myself. And Fast Growing Trees has given me some wonderful plants that I can use. Like I got this uh, Texas sage, it's purple. I've dug up a whole bunch of horrible bushes and shrubs up in front of my window and in front of my house and put some purple Texas sage up there and it's going to thrive and it's going to look real good. And I don't even have to go to a nursery to buy it. It came to my house. Now, this spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEFT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code LEFT at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code LEFT. Offers valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. <laughs> I love it. He's about personal enemies, so it, it means something to him now. Oh, yeah. So Gordon, in a series of visions, uh, in a series of sessions that he had with Phil Di Natale, he described the crime scenes in extreme detail. He described layouts of the apartment. He described paint jobs. Uh, he described uh, placement of furniture. Very, very good detail. And I'll tell you, one had, one had a great, great oak table. It's a nice quality. That's what I like. It's like it came from upstate. Yeah. That's just nice. It's like a farm made it. Like some kind of farmer made it and he did it. He put squashes on it. So this is how what we'll follow here. This is how he described the strangler himself. I picture him as fairly tall, bony hands, pale white skin, red bony knuckles. They're bony. Oh yeah. It's like he's a skeleton. His eyes were hollow set. His hair disturbed me a little bit because he has a habit of pushing back a little curl of hair that falls on his forehead. He's got a tooth messing and the upper right front of his mouth is that grass. Where grass. I'm just happy there's no go- no gaze in the precinct. He's in a hospital, but it could be a kind of home. Boston State Hospital. He's not confined because I see him walking across a wide expanse of lawn. So nice. It's mm. nice to have a lawn. I hate <laughs> it, it when people have stones instead of grass. Okay, just get back to the <laughs> profile. Thanks. He used to beat his mother cruelly. She was an idiotic, domineering woman, and his two sisters lived unhappy lives. He's from Maine or Vermont, definitely because of how stupid his shirt was. <laughs> <laughs> While he's in the city, he sleeps in cellars, then he likes to wander about the streets watching women. 
You see, this poor fellow is in continual search for his mother, but oh. can't find her because she's dead. <laughs> oh, that's very sad. Very difficult to deal with. So after this description, Di Natale brought out a stack of photographs of men who had been seen, who had been caught mugging women in the area lately. Gordon picked a man who we don't know his name because he was never actually formally charged with a crime. We're going to call him Arnold Wallace. Mm-hmm. He looked at the uh, picture. He put his hand down and he said, this is the man I see. Either he's the strangler, his twin brother. Oh, <laughs> and if he's not goodness. his twin brother, then I must be Mary Ellen, the woman that taught me how to sew when I was nine. Isn't that something? <laughs> so this so guy, happy we brought you in. <laughs> so this guy, Arnold Wallace, uh, I would say that Arnold Wallace is the best Suspect for the old lady Boston Strangler. Because also, okay. it's it's also sort of the uh, Occam's Razor thing of just mm-hmm. being like, maybe uh, it, it'd be it'd be cool to say he's the murderer because of his uh, six foot two clay colored skin, horse face with long arms that seem to reach his knees. Ghoulish he, man. He, he, ghoulish <laughs> man. He was yeah. confined to Boston State Hospital, but had ground privileges, which meant he could wander the grounds. Yeah. So, so he's so, an ape so man. He's not that confined. Yeah. Not really. Right. Yeah, Loosely well, that's, confined. That's we what only Gordon let, said. We only let the ugly ones roam. You know? <laughs> it's like, what is wrong with this We hospital? really just like to have the big scary ones out on the lawn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And so that, that matches up with one thing that Gordon said. That's the first match. He said that he's not confined because I see him walking across a wide expanse of lawns. Boston State Hospital. Uh, Arnold Wallace, he had escaped after being collared for a mugging and had been in and out uh, of Boston sleeping in cellars the night of Ida Erga's murder. Why didn't they pursue anything with the guy? We'll get to that. All right. Uh, his records show that he had beaten his mother in the past, who was now dead, and was known to, quote, brood about sex. A former landlady who roomed with Arnold's mother recalled how Arnold would frequently beat his mother for her welfare and checks, just, and in fact, Arnold most likely killed his mother himself. Now, there's a lot of problems you can have with a roommate, right. but I feel like a big one would be if you continually watched him beat the shit out of his own mother. Yeah, <laughs> and you gotta stop that at some point, you know? Listen, man, it's cool that you you drink the milk, and it's cool that you finish my last Coors Light in Don't there. Don't mind. But I fucking can't watch you beat your mother with yeah. that tire iron anymore. She is old, and she is your mother, man. You gotta respect your mother, dude. Uh, how he most likely killed her, she was lying in the hospital recovering from surgery and was found almost immediately after a visit from Arnold lying unconsciously, lying unconscious on the floor with the various tubes with which she had been fed and given plasma torn from her body. Right. She died a week later. Listen, and- I remember one time for Christmas, I asked for a pair of bongos when mm-hmm. I was like 10 years old. And instead, mm-hmm. my parents got me a pillow. And I tell you right then, if my mom was in the hospital and she had a bunch of tubes in her, I would have ripped them right out as well. I understand. Pull and it out the tubes. Would you have thrown her to the floor as well? Had to. Would have had to. Yeah, well, you yeah. didn't get your bongos, so that all <laughs> makes sense. Well, Arnold said that she was sleeping when she left. There were wooden slides on each side of the bed that would have prevented her from convulsing enough to fall onto the floor. God. And- Boston, everyone is killing everybody in Boston. And not only that, but Arnold was the only one of her children to oppose an (laughs) autopsy. No, we're not going to do it. No, I would do it. I would do it. And of course, no criminal charges were ever filed. Crack fucking job by the BPD. What do you think? Why is that? Is it because nobody cares about the old people or is it because they're just too lazy to do their job? Or Back in the day, you just had to find the person holding the knife still inside of the victim. Mm -hmm. Like that's pretty much the only way you could get somebody from We're going to see with this this whole case is that the confession is what seals it and right. we're actually looking at sort of like a Russian system where it's like the confession's everything. To them a confession is what you can use to sell 
the fact that you caught the murderer to the public. Yeah. It's not actually about solving the case. No. It's about oh, getting yeah. people off your back. I mean, that's they almost have negative alibis in these situations. Like, uh, you know, people are like, I did it, I did it. And his friends were like, no, we were hanging out all night during that murder. He's like, no, no, I wasn't with you guys. I was, I was killing people, I promise. So Phil DiNatale, the detective, willing to try absolutely anything, he took Paul Gordon and they went to visit Arnold Wallace at Boston State Hospital. Uh, and strangely enough, Arnold seemed to recognize Paul when the two walked into the room. <laughs> that is rough. That, that is <laughs> very odd and strange. Hey, Paul. Hey, good to see you. Glad you came by again. Suck my dick. <laughs> Suck my dick again. Did you guys ever have a relationship in the past? No, I know. Oh, but you didn't no. seem to know. <laughs> Oh, I w- no way. All right. So he, you never did anything sexually with the man. No, Arnie and I never have fucked. Um, I've got to go. Let's just not talk about it again. <laughs> so when asked questions, Arnold mostly wouldn't respond, foolishly grinned, or uttered noncommittal words. He did answer two very important questions. Uh, the detective asked him, Arnold, tell me, do you like women? Do you like girls? No, yes. I like women. I like them very much. How about old ladies? Ooh, I like them too. I like to hug and kiss him. <laughs> and it says that his face yeah. grew dreamy as he said that. Well, the, the way word. you say you love women does sound, it sounds like you want to kill women. Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that was all they got out of Arnold that day, but the psychic had described Arnold with disturbing accuracy. Now, Long. Arnold, let's get a couple of facts about Arnold. Very low IQ, somewhere between 70 and 80. Okay. But that does not mean that he cannot be an amazing serial killer. Yeah. Look at Gary Ridgway. We have so many underperforming in school, great mm-hmm. in the after school programs killers. <laughs> like the Dress, people that were it's like, right? he was built for the one thing. Mm-hmm. It's like Babe Ruth, yeah, he's not going to design the fucking rocket, no. but he's going to hit home runs. That's <laughs> right. Dress for the job you want. There's always something for you to do in this world. That's why you should always wear blood soaked overalls. You want to be a serial killer look like one outside in that's right now while he did have a low iq he managed to escape from boston state hospital five separate times and all five coincided with stranglings interesting hmm. yes very so, interesting. so the time frame completely matches up with the five yes, elderly women absolutely that were and during his escapes and hmm. this goes back to some of the uh, details that Gordon gave uh, Arnold also broke into the house of a good uh, the house of the good shepherd to see his sister a mentally subnormal delinquent yeah. uh, he once said to the mother superior and you saw this with Fred West uh, you saw this with Ed Gein he said you don't have to worry about the strangler I'm the strangler I'm sure there was some <laughs> and, and later he said, ah, just joking. Yeah. But yeah, that's he said <laughs> again, that directly they, to the mother. Not a good joke. Jimmy, and I'm going to say it. Okay, let me say the name right. Is it Saville? Uh, I think Saville. it's Jimmy Saville. It's Saville. Okay, Saville. Jimmy, Jimmy Saville. Saville. You know, he used to always joke about it. It's not like I'm having sex with all these underage kids or you know what I am going to. These jokes are occasionally very serious. They're called <laughs> cop jokes. They're, yeah. It's called a cop joke. It's where everyone laughs about how guilty they are. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, right. Uh, in addition to that, a boy had seen Arnold or someone who looked like him slipping into Nina Nichols' apartment house on the weekend of their death. I mean, he would death. do that because he was cartoonishly large and he would have to do that dumb, like, fake tiptoeing <laughs> into an apartment <laughs> thing. <laughs> Nobody could see me. Mm-hmm. He was also seen near the site of Beverly Simon's murder the day after her strangling and the site of Ida Erger, Erga's murder the weekend of her strangling. And both of those were seen. Both of those witnesses were priests. So the. Ugh, so that's been thrown out. Well, <laughs> you never priest. know. Priest only speaks in lies and dumb songs about fake 
God. They do a lot of speak song. They do a lot of speak, a lot of talk singing. But Arnold, bit of a tough nut to crack. Not only was his IQ between 60 and 70, he was also psychotic, mostly non-communicative, and he had no ability to differentiate between fantasy and reality, Great. which mm-hmm. made polygraph testing impossible. So but also, but, but perfect for working at an Arby's. Oh, oh absolutely yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. So this is like the checklist where they're like, yep, psychotic. Yeah, has no uh, no idea what reality or fiction is. Let's have, let's have him roam. We'll make <laughs> him, him a roamer. Let That's him roam. Okay. Oh, there's a, there's a patient Wallace again slowly escaping. Should we do anything? No. Yeah, yeah. He'll come back. He's just gonna go murder a woman. <laughs> I'm just so glad we finally finished that project where we shortened all the walls. <laughs> finally, Why we can we get some sun in here. It's yeah. nice to get the sun in here. My house plant's looking great. Oh, that's awesome. There was one attempt at communication by Arnold. Uh, A psychiatrist said that Arnold had once told him, I want to talk to you about the stranglings. The doctor, though, was unable to talk to him immediately, and by the time he got back around to asking Arnold, hey, what was up with the stranglings, Arnold refused to ever speak to him again. The psychiatrist did say that despite his low IQ, he believed that Arnold was fully capable of this sort of crime. Of course oh, yeah, he's of course. fully capable. He's a moron. He has moron strength, and he doesn't think there's anything wrong between... Uh, he doesn't He doesn't see how this is something wrong. Well, no. one of the reasons why, they, uh, why people like... Well, like to say that uh, there's no way it could have been this Arnold guy. They said, oh, he was too dumb and there were no clues left. Like, if he was if he was actually uh, a, this brilliant killer, there were no clues. Well, no, no, he didn't smear his name in Dookie on yeah, the wall. Yeah, he did, there's yeah. no he way it was him. He didn't leave his license, which right. is a problem. And number, <laughs> number two, one. the other thing is, is yeah. that he's just so sneaky. Yeah, and there was because there was it's nothing ridiculous. actually connecting him directly to these crimes. Uh, then the cops couldn't possibly imagine that this dullard could fucking outsmart the BPD. And also, oh, yeah, the, the Boston al- Police Department from 1962, a also, real tough group of people to outsmart. Uh, we all know the secret abilities of the mentally handicapped with right. their bones being like sponges. <laughs> I've heard they that can fit under doors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they don't need to break right in places. In. Mm-hmm. So Arnold, uh, of course, they couldn't charge him with anything because the only thing they had was the word of a heavy set, uh, a heavy set lisping psychic, psychic. Yes, very excitable psychic. Uh, and eventually, Arnold would be moved to Bridgewater State Hospital, where one Albert DeSalvo was held at the same time, just okay. hanging out. And they just and they were out. lunch buddies. They did a lot of stuff together, and yeah. apparently they started the Origami Society. <laughs> oh, isn't that something? Which is very nice. You got to do something in prison. We they kept making nuts. <laughs> oh, that was what was weird. They That's really strange. they were known cohorts. That's great. Yeah. How's your cheese sandwich? Pretty good. How's yours? I wish it was old lady's pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Right, 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 right. Right, right, right. Man, it's just nice to meet somebody smart in prison. The uh, next victim that would she wouldn't show up for another five months. Uh, Beverly Samens, twenty three. She was found by a friend on May eighth. Uh, and the only link between all of the or almost all of the victims, Beverly, uh, she had a loose connection to the hospital. Uh, she worked as a rehabilitation counselor at Medfield State Hospital. She was also a music therapist at the Walter E. Fernald School for Retarded Children. <laughs> hmm. Well, that's, it's an inter- that's not it's in the name, right? It's but nice. they didn't. But 
The times have moved on. Yes. Yeah, that would be. You can't just say yeah. But, Ooh, but the retarded. Joke. It actually right. changed the, from that. It used to be the uh, the the shack for doy doys. Oh yeah. <laughs> and they changed that because they said that they couldn't have it be called necessarily a shack for doy doys. Right. Yeah. Turn and then the classes were like boink boink and dunk bump. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And how how to not be so stupid all the time. Oh, that, that was a tough one. That's a tough one. No one really graduated from. So she was directly in the line of vision when uh, one would walk through the front door. Her legs were apart. Right leg was on the bed left leg was over the edge between the bed and the wall her wrists and this is a this is a big change here her wrists were tied behind her back with a sequin scarf and a bloodstained nylon stocking and two handkerchiefs tied together were knotted around her neck these are similar details to the old lady strangler right. but off. they do they are off they're just slightly off so you think so this is where you come up with your three person theory yes, yes. and also we're looking at this too possibly four Possibly four, uh, and she was stabbed to death. She was actually not strangled to death. The, the, the nylons were the the scarves now right. were tied around her neck, just sort of like ceremonially yeah. to make it look like that. But she had been stabbed, and a part of their reasoning of why she was stabbed instead of uh, fucking choked to death was that they said because she was a music teacher and her throat muscles were too strong <laughs> to be strangled. Yeah, so I've he heard got that. frustrated and started stabbing her. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that is one of the dumbest things I've ever heard in my entire yeah, life. It is fucking stupid. Well, we would hang you, but uh, man, you talk a lot. Your <laughs> your your throat muscles are just really tough. Really tough. I mean, I'm just distracted by how your muscles in your neck are flexing like it's a quad. All right, bring in Steve the stabber. <laughs> oh, is it my turn to execute? I haven't been called on for years. Yep, she was stabbed 22 times. Oh wow, four in the throat, 18 in the left breast, where the stab wounds formed a bullseye design. That's an odd one, and that is completely different. That is yes. completely different, and the none of the uh, none of the, the the stockings that were tied around her neck were tied tight enough to kill her. Right. Like, yep. So and it, so it, it literally went from a person tiny nylon. Uh, and strangling somebody so, so hard right. that blood we, came out of their ears. Right. Like yeah. literally someone who's like got the fence. sexual. Basically, right. the reason why there was no cum on the scene was probably because it's like not even be ridiculous. There was cum in its pants. Yeah. Is that this sure. is it was about the he's a process like killer where we talk about right. normally like there's product and process killers. Whoever was doing this is a process killer. He mm. likes to kill. And so it's all about that thing. The idea of stabbing somebody is still in the line of a process killer, but it's looks like, again, it, there's a distance effect. Strangling right. is the most intimate way to kill somebody. Mm -hmm. It is the most, it's it's you body to body against somebody physically struggling with them and it's very intense. It's like sex because you're up against some, you're literally physically together like slapping bellies mm -hmm. while you're fucking looking in her eyes. Uh, she's fucking no, don't go into I'm your saying. sex life. It's disgusting, Henry. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear about that. Now, the next victim, Evelyn Corbin, she is the first elderly victim in over a year since Ida Erga in August of 1962. Well, it's kind of like when you take it a break from smoking weed for like four or five days and then you smoke it again, you get real Tolerance high. Tolerance break. Yeah, but then yeah, you yeah. just watch Netflix, but like you, this is about murder. Hmm. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so on September 8th, 1963, Evelyn Corbin, 58, was found sprawled across her bed, still in the blue nightgown and gray housecoat she'd worn to breakfast two hours before. Mm. I don't want a victim blame again. No, if please you don't. Wanna, if you want to be safe, you got to stop dressing so sexy. They were wearing robes. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you want to be safe... Just don't do that. You yeah. know Supreme what I mean? Court I justices big, wear robes. I think, saucy. Again, again, yeah. I watch it. Yeah, how many times I'm hard watching C-SPAN? If you go. don't put on a robe, if you really want to do, what I want to say is, if you don't want to be raped, ladies, is you got to wear a shirt that says, "Hey, don't rape me." 
All right. Well, that's not a good shirt. No one's going to buy it. So returning to form, uh, the she had been strangled with two of her own nylon stockings tied together at the throat with an extra half hitch known, this is no shit, as a granny knot. Hmm. And why is it known as a granny knot? Because you use it to kill old women by choking <laughs> Oh, them. I see, I see, yeah. yeah. And the front of the house coat, in a subtle form of escalation, had been ripped off with such force that three buttons had flown off. And her killer had stuffed her underpants into her mouth as a gag and tied a third nylon stocking and an elaborate bow around the ankle of her left foot. And the yeah. knot, again, was a... Double half it. It's a real dainty way to kill somebody. It's never good if your last words are, oh, my buttons, uh, and then immediately <sighs> gay. I mean, I feel like that's going to be your last words. It's going to be you reaching over to tie your shoes, and it's the pants button. Yeah, yeah. Off, yeah and then, then you're going to drop dead of a heart attack. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't. <laughs> cannot wait for that day that's, to happen. We're going to put that on your tombstone. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> buttons. Oh, my buttons. I fell down my front stairs the other day, and I thought that was going to be it. But yeah, I think you're right. It's going to be a button situation. <laughs> and nothing, of course, had been taken. Uh, although the house had uh, been thoroughly searched. Uh, There's a weak link. Uh, she had visited friends in Salem Hospital recently. It's still weak. Uh, but outside her kitchen window on the fire escape, police found a fresh donut. <laughs> and there were no donuts inside the hey, apartment. Uh, hey, Officer O'Reilly, did you eat the donut? <laughs> because that was technically it's evidence. Just some, like, yeah, it's just some <laughs> do- officer after they do the whole search be like, ah, and now that I thought my police work, now I have my nice fresh donut. When did I eat that? Oh, oh no! No. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> no donuts were found in the apartment, oh. and none of the tenants remembered throwing any donuts out the window. I know <laughs> they don't. That's weird. No, we only do that on Tuesdays. Um, Again, I don't want to be killed in your home. A good no. thing to have is a nice box of fresh donuts you because it's kind of like right. if you get mugged mm-hmm. and you only have a little bit amount of money on you and they'll shoot you in the street it's that instead if you have donuts in the house you just be like I have these fresh donuts and you'd be like and that's part about donuts mm-hmm. got a hole in it and stick your dick through that stick your <laughs> dick through it have a fake wallet take that fake wallet throw it the opposite direction and run do that same thing with donuts <laughs> so same thing with donuts why a not? month later, Joanne Graff, only one day after the Kennedy assassination. Kennedy? she was Yes. She was raped and strangled to death in her apartment in Lawrence, an hour's drive from Boston. Now, I want to say one quick thing about the distance. All the old ladies were killed in Boston. In fact, yeah. you can form a circle with all the old lady murders, and that entire circle is also serviced by Boston's mass transit system, the T-Train. Yeah, so they just can pop off. We yeah. see this so, with Andre Ticatillo. Bang. You pop yeah. off the train, you mm-hmm. you kill somebody, you get right back on the train, and then you just zip right back, and it's, right. it's convenient. Uh, yeah, and people, of course, made a big deal out of it being a day after the Kennedy assassination. In fact, right. some constantly, people, just like constantly. we didn't have any time to mention, and no time to mourn. The yeah. loss of the only Catholic president. Oh, yeah. Oh, Boston. Exactly. Huge deal. Oh, Kennedys are huge in Massachusetts. Oh, yeah, yeah man. They're loved for being terrible people. Yeah. And she was strangled with two nylon stockings along with her black leotard. Now, if you'll remember, many of the young women had not only the stockings, but just a little something extra, while the old women only had the stockings. And the nylon, and in another... Uh, Another twist, the nylon was tied around her neck in an, a very elaborate bow, much like a circus clown's oversized bow tie. The elephant did it. The elephant <laughs> did it. Mm. <laughs> Years of abuse. But it did, however, bear the strangler's knot. 
There was that. The but double this, half hitch, the granny knot. Again, not not uh, murdered via the nylon, though. This no. This is just a decorative... Uh, the final one was just tied on to yeah. be a big fuck you to everybody. Right, yeah. right. And in a mark of extra violence, uh, she there were teeth marks on her left breast. And that's brand new information. That's brand that new. Brand like, new. Like, nothing like that. Nothing even close to that. So we got yeah, stabby, so. we got bitey, we got to no longer strangling with the nylons. He's right. all over the place, right. whoever's doing this, if it's one person, and it's not. Yeah. Right. Uh, the only thing close to an eyewitness came from the uh, tenant in the apartment above her who said that a man with green slacks had asked for Joanne Graff by name that day. The the neighbor directed him to Joanne's apartment where he heard the door open and shut just a moment after. Have you listened to somebody who talks about uh, when Albert DeSavo talks about how he found the women? That's a part of a thing that could be a tidbit either got for somebody else or how when you find out that Albert DeSavo actually is a convicted serial rapist. He is a a rapist. And what he would do is he would go into women's homes. He would get into the house posing as a workman and he would basically just look down the apartment lines and if it was a female's name he'd buzz them which is a thing right. which is actually a true safety thing which is why you never put your full name on the on your mailbox in Only order you put, put an initial your name should be Harry Barry big guy who murders <laughs> like and just let him <laughs> just, do not I've ring my bell to be I've got a gun I've got a gun <laughs> is it sort of I believe I'm getting the sitcom right Becky they replaced the daughter Halfway through the sitcom, oh, and Roseanne. Roseanne. And this is pretty much, it seems very, you know you're looking at the same character, but you're like, it's a little off. It's a Everything's a little different. bit different. Yeah, right? something's a little different. And she's cuter. I know that she's Yes. The, the, second, the second Becky was much cuter. So I liked the I first feel, Becky better. Well, I, like I mean, the, she was a better character. She was more char- authentic. Yeah, she was yeah. a better character she and she would a better just, But you know what we were getting here, to continue with the analogy, is cuter. It's just a bow. It's just yeah. more fun. It's just a bow. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, and another strange incident involved a neighbor down the hall who, after hearing a person outside her door, noticed a piece of white paper being slipped underneath her door. The paper then moved slowly from side to side and eventually withdrew, followed by the sound of footsteps walking away. It was a mouse. And, then we, and uh, what that is, is it's reflecting light from the inside. Basically, mm. you go in to look to see if there's anybody home. And if it lights up, like you go and you can like look and see if it lights up, then... Is that weird that I know that? No, yeah. it's very interesting. No, no I, I mean, it's the type of things that we know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. So the last victim. I think that she should just put a little donut crumb on it. That would have been fun. That would have been fun. Maybe he yeah. wouldn't have killed her then. Yes, yes. Always have donuts. So the last victim, uh, the uh, woman that ends up that kind of is rolled up in all of the Boston strangling killings, <clears throat> her name was Mary Sullivan. She worked at a nurse's aid in a Cape Cod hospital. Okay. She was found dead and strangled two months later on January 4th. Definitely the most gruesome of all the murders. She was on the bed in a prop position, buttocks on a pillow, head back against the headboard, head on the right shoulder, knees up, eyes closed, a viscous liquid, possibly semen, dripping from mouth to right breast. Oh, this is just... Oh, this is just toasted strudel. No, <laughs> oh, oh, toasted strudel. You know, one of these oh, days yeah. you're going to taste semen if Wait, you keep on doing that. Actually, that's semen. That is yeah. semen. All right. <laughs> she was naked and a broomstick handle had been inserted oh. into her vagina. Now, so, not like is, in a Mary Poppins kind of way. No, no, no. She wasn't mopping the house all weird. This was all. This was different. Uh, not only was the way she was tied different, uh, her like up against the bed. None of them had been propped up on the bed like that. Uh, it was also different in the fact that there was just one stocking used instead of the normal two. There was also a triple tie. There was a charcoal stocking around her neck, a pink scarf tied in a huge bow underneath her chin, mm. and over that, tied loosely. Was 
was a bright pink and white flowered scarf. The strangest detail of all rested between the toes of her left foot. There was a greeting card that said simply... Happy New Year. Which is just a final big fuck you that shows that the killer who was ever doing this wants you to find the body just like this. It's fully, it's a presentation. Right. And it is, it is basically to tell you like, like, bye-bye, hey cops, uh, fuck you, you know, Mm, and that's it. That's right, yeah. Yeah. You know what? It was one of those, he didn't really wish us a Happy New Year at all, This is ironic. This is terrible. This This is is, rude. This is opposite, If you wanted us to have a Happy New Year. You you would have left this woman alive. Yeah, she would have been. I wouldn't be working right now. Um, What's the total time? Span here, uh, less than two years. Yeah. Okay. Which is a, so we have uh, eighteen months, I think. Okay, so we have the eleven murders. Yeah, right? eleven. In, in two uh, years. There are a couple of others that uh, Desalvo cop to, uh, which he, is one that he believed that he was guilty of, but yeah. it's not true. Where he believed that he he broke into an apartment and of an older woman, and she dropped out of a heart attack. Supposedly the second victim. Okay, uh, that would be one. That and there was one other that they're loosely tying to him. Uh, that Wikipedia says thirteen, but the. General belief is that it's eleven. So eleven this is, was, pretty if much this the was moment. one serial killer. Eleven murders in two years seems uh, this man was busy. If it was one person, it's it very busy. It, it is right? absolutely it's a very. Busy. It's impossible. Even as far person. as like BTK and uh, well, just well, BTK Gary was a, was a guy who uh, people that were getting up to those numbers were like Jeffrey Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer was Chikatilo, and Chikatilo was also right. a, a, a nutcase. Yeah, and Ted Bundy killed four in one night. Like they do. Like Ted Bundy, like had a. Fl- but I don't think any of them had the numbers of like 11 in two years, right? Oh, Chikatilo had, I mean, Chikatilo I think he had like Russian. 20 in a year. Whereas, Anyways, I mean, oh, you're talking American? Yeah. Uh, probably not. Maybe Ridgeway? But we are looking at somebody that, so this is, uh, this is possibly not one person. Here's my right. theory. I believe it's three. At least three. I think right. there's one guy uh, that's killing the old ladies. Uh, uh, Sonia, uh, Sophie got killed by her ex-boyfriend. Yes, Sophie. And I believe there was one guy that w- that killed the old ladies. One guy, possibly two, that were killing the young girls. And Sophie Clark was killed by a jealous ex-boyfriend. Which one was Sophie again? Uh, the black girl. Right. She was killed because the her being black is, I think, a very important detail. I think that's what takes her because out of the Because of the line. racism. racism of Boston cops? Also, or? it's no, just about no, 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 sexual no, predilections. They get no. locked into a groove of right. what they like. Yeah. That's what killers do, and that's why it's always the same. Unless, well, Gary Ridgway was just whoever was a prostitute. Yeah. Whoever and, was and, and Dahmer would kill different races. Uh, yeah, Dahmer, I mean, he went He for, was much more liberal because of his lifestyle. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So now we're going to see... I mean, but most of his victims were black. But it does seem like that these kill at, like, one black person in these types of killings doesn't make any sense. Right, Sophie right, Clark, right, right. It seems like Sophie Clark, uh, one, there was the, the, the semen on the rug, uh, meaning she was uh, sexually assaulted to completion, uh, right. and uh, two, uh, the fact that it was kind of tied too tight around her neck because the stranglings were done by hands. Mm-hmm. And we're time. also going to see in Albert DeSalvo's play, where he was truly convicted of multiple rapes, is that it was... He didn't. He wanted the sex. Yeah. These murders are, are sexual killings, but they were not focused on the rape of the victims. Only they two. were. It was mm-hmm. just on the actual killing part. He was like actually Albert DeSalvo was just a sex fiend. Oh well, well I mean he was a that. serial rapist who was a disgusting human being. That's what I mean. He's a right. fucking. He's a monster. Yeah. Right. But he wasn't. The killing wasn't what got him off. It was the. It was the subduing them, having sex with them, and then leaving. Yeah. 
Um, awesome. Yeah, so uh, part two is coming up. We're going to get into the investigation. Wow. We're going to start off with the Bottomley con- Commission. The Bottomley Commission? <laughs> yes, the oh, Bottomley wow. Commission. Uh, we're going to go there. We're going to have... There's another psychic coming up. One of my favorite guys ever. Love this little fucker. We're going to get uh, to the bottom of this case. Yeah, we're, we're going to get to the bottom out. of this. And we're all... Yeah, we're going to get into DeSalvo, uh, the green man, the measuring man, uh, and what comes after. Yeah, That's don't awesome. open that door for anybody you don't recognize because you may just get... I'm molested. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Only put something very aggressive and uh, always have donuts in your house. And uh, always have something very aggressive as your name on all of the buzzers. So follow us on Twitter. Yes. At Ben Kissel, at Henry Loves You, at Marcus Parks. Uh, go to the Facebook page. Everyone's having a wild time over there. Wild time. Yeah. And uh, and we've got the t-shirts. Yeah. Go to capecomedyradio.com slash last podcast on the left to I get your t-shirt. Also want to give a shout out to my friend V in Atlanta. Oh. She actually got attacked in the street and she's Dude. she's doing fine but I just want to say I love you and I miss you and I will see you soon yeah that's awful yeah Terrible stuff. Terrible. It was terrible. Yeah. Rate and review us on iTunes. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. And you know, uh, what a hell of a week for CCR. I want to thank everybody out there. Roundtable, Last Pond, Top Hat. There's a couple of other shows from CCR. Page 7 has been great. Um, All in the top 200 on iTunes. Yeah. Uh, Killing us. Marcus Parks, you you are owed a round of applause. Not on this podcast. Not on this one. Not on this one. Um, Of course Thank you so much. Thank you. You, Yeah, yeah. You guys are doing, uh, you know. Yeah, so please rate and review us. Go to all of our shows. Rate and review us. We got to 61, but we, we got to 58. We got to 58. We got to 58. Yes, well, sir. let's get us to fucking 48. Let's get us to fuck. Let's get us to number one. So go rate and review. Uh, tell your friends, uh, no matter how creepy you sound, yeah. tell everybody you can about the podcast. <laughs> right. We got to bump Mark Marin out of there. We Hail can't just be Satan. sad, uh, yes. sad middle aged Satan's going to do it for us. Satan yes. will do all for us. Hail yourselves, everybody. Hail Gein. And don't forget, we're coming to the United Kingdom uh, on March 23rd. Go to gigsandtours.com and search last podcast on the left yeah. to get your tickets. Hail me or I'll come to your house and eat oh my your God. cereal. We'll talk to people. <laughs> not, so no one's hailing you now? Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I wish you would. Please do it. Plenty I would. <laughs> Plenty would. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to cavecomedyradio.com. This is Comedy Bang Bang, the podcast, the promo, and in 30 seconds, I'm going to tell you why you should check out the show. I, the host, Scott Aukerman, have a lighthearted conversation with famous celebrities like John Hamm, Allison Williams, Phoebe Bridgers, Bob Odenkirk, just to name a few. Things go a little off the rails when different eccentric characters drop by to be interviewed as well. Each week is a blend of conversations and character work from your favorite comedians as well as some new hilarious voices. Comedy Bang Bang, the podcast. Podcast. Listen every Monday wherever you get your podcasts. You ever meet someone who seems kind of off? Whether it's a creepy neighbor or a random phone number that keeps calling you, Truthfinder has you covered. You can search for people by name, address, phone number, email, and more. Truthfinder can be especially helpful for running confidential background checks on anyone you're planning to meet from online dating apps. Go to truthfinder.com slash podcast for a special offer. That's truthfinder.com slash podcasts to access your special offer today.